Hi, this is Zoe, and we are talking about archetypes today. And this is episode seven in the Project You series. I love this topic, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's do it. Much has been written about archetypes. There are plenty of amazing scholars who've addressed this topic, including Carolyn Meiss and her work, uh, Joseph Campbell, of course, and his work, A Hero of a Thousand Faces, which looked at common patterns of stories across cultures and came up with the hero's journey. There's tons. There's not any one archetype. There's thousands of archetypes. Um, it's such a fascinating topic to me. Why is it fascinating? Because it's patterns of stories that inhabit our bodies. Archetypes create architecture for action. They are stories that we can pick up and, like programming, run the software for us so that whatever we want to live into and be for the year, we can do through adopting archetypes as a guiding force in our world. I even have like different type of archetype cards. I didn't think they were archetypes until I thought about it more recently. For example, I bought a set of goddess cards a long time ago, and those are pretty cool. Those are all different archetypes. You know, there's the goddess of Diana, who is um, the goddess of, geez, what is she the goddess of? I know she has a bow and arrow. She might be a goddess. She's not goddess of war. Oh, boy. I should have researched that probably <laughs> before starting to talk. <laughs> There's the goddess Kali, who's the goddess of destruction. Uh, and they come, they go across many different cultures. And they're quite interesting. And those goddess cards were meant to be for guidance, right? So you can embody or channel even the energy of these particular archetypes in service to a particular thing that you're interested in. How we use them for Project U is thinking about your year ahead. What kind of experiences, results, and feelings do you want to have for the year? That's the starting point. We did that in the intention piece. And what can you, what archetype can you choose to bring this to life? And it might be a role type of archetype, like the ones that I describe in People Stuff. There's five archetypes I recommend that people consider for their leadership journey. The first one being Elder the wise and compassionate leader. That's a pretty central one. And then we have the warrior. So you're fighting to win. We have the guardian fighting to maintain or preserve. The diplat, dip, diplat, diplomat, the diplomat who is negotiating win, win, win. And we have the pioneer who's exploring new horizons. Those are like five examples of role type of archetypes. Or you could choose an archetype that's an animal or something from nature. I've had clients, for example, last year, one of my clients picked River as her archetype and she wanted to be in flow. She wanted to be unrelenting and unresistant like water in a river. And it was very different to the experience she had of the previous year, which was more like uh, prickly gravel, <laughs> I guess, in terms of her experience of the year. So you can choose a theme. Uh, animal. I like the grace of a cat, the fierce independence, the disdain of for attachment to, to showing up on your term. That's kind of cat. And of course, Jason, Dr. Jason Fox is famous for his use of archetypes. And he went through an interesting series. He was kingly one year. He was he was pirate another, and then he was gentleman pirate. And I think he's just had the year of the fool, uh, which I think is fabulous. For me, 
in this year, I am considering, I'm still playing this a little bit. I wanted something like gymnast, but that sounded too uh, achiever-like, you know, uh, working too hard around that. Then I thought dancer. I wanted something elegant and fluid and so on. That, that led me to back to two archetypes I explore in my first book, Composure, Shiva and Shakti, which are Hindu gods and goddess. And those two work together. Shiva is the destroyer and Shakti is the creator. That's sort of a loose definition. And they need each other. So there's the consciousness of Shiva, Shiva and Shakti, the energy that brings it to life and to form. And I kind of like that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool for giving form to what I want to experience in this year, this sort of consciousness and energy blending together as creator and destroyer in harmony. And I think there's a bit of that going on in my world, you know, and there is, should be in your world too, a little bit of creative destruction. So you need to let go of things in order to allow new things to emerge. All right, so that's a little bit of a plug for archetypes. For you, what I encourage you to do is to consider what, first of all, what is it that you want to experience this year from a feelings point of view in particular, and then have a think, have an explore of what kind of archetypes could bring that to life. And once you have, you've settled on one, whether it's a role or a goddess or a god or an animal or something from nature, is to bring it to life within, with a memento, is that the right word? Uh, an amulet of some sort, some, some sort of symbolic representation of it to remind you to embody the characteristics, the story, the energy, the patterns of that particular archetype. Would love to hear what you pick. That would be so fun to find out. Feel free to email me at zoe at innercompass.com.au or leave a comment on the Facebook page or on my LinkedIn profile, wherever. I'm showing up everywhere in the social medias and I would love to hear from you. If you're enjoying this, please rate and review the podcast. That would be totally awesome. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And if you do write and review, we will pay attention and maybe read it out on air just for you. Okay, in the meantime, live well, lead well.